We find out that that boy is actually a young Poe Dameron. Oh. What if Jabba the Hutt survived that explosion? The Mandalorian will spoil that Palpatine survived <gasps> and also how he survived. <gasps> Welcome back to New Rockstars. I'm Phil Molina. This is Rogue Theory. And today we're talking about how the first episode of The Mandalorian is going to spoil the entire Star Wars universe, <gasps> apparently. Uh, but joining us today are all fun characters. We got Eric Voss. Oh, hi. Oh, hi. Oh. The, suffering from a chest burster. Uh, yeah, for podcast there, oh, what? Listeners. Oh, I had a heartburn. Oh, okay, also <laughs> that. Uh, and then we have uh, Link himself, uh, 80s Link, Joshua Ovenshire, we call him Joven. Oh, glad Joven! to be here. Uh, costume fake, ears real. Oh, <laughs> sweet. Uh, you embraced what was uh, so special about you. Yes. That's so so great. And then uh, Marina Mastros is, is some sort of flower monster. Uh, she won't tell us what it is. Venus flytrap? Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, a little shop of horrors, maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feed me. Uh, yeah. It's a, a comfortable costume. Uh, right before we started, she's been complaining about her neck supporting the weight of this thing immediately. So we'll see how long uh, she can last. I have faith that you won't pass out. Guys, this week it was revealed that the first episode of the Disney Plus series, The Mandalorian, is going to have a, quote, dramatic Star Wars Ooh. universe spoiler. What? It's a little vague, and I like that. Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah, we know it's dramatic, Star Wars universe, and spoiler. <laughs> the, 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 no other details. But a lot of people are like, oh, man, maybe it'll reveal the, you know, Ray is a clone or something, which would be so stupid of them to put in their TV right? show yeah. that comes what? out a month before. <laughs> get those out. day one subscribers in. Yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. so. Maybe yeah, yeah. by Disney Plus. Uh, Marina, no one knows what you said. Uh, <laughs> but um, but the uh, did you just hurt yourself? on your no, teeth? No, no. Okay. My teeth are sharp. <laughs> Her teeth are sharp. <laughs> uh, All sharp so to flower to the, head. To the, to the podcast listeners. I said it. You're a flower monster. Oh, all right, <laughs> yeah, all right. yeah. It's got a lot of triangles um, yeah. and like in Native American markings. So if it's not going to be, we're not, we're going to assume it's not going to be about the rise of Skywalker. Then what are we about to learn about the Star Wars universe in the first episode of The Mandalorian. I want to hear your rogue theories. I have a out. I have a get. <laughs> this Let's, is the entire podcast. Yeah. Should we start with Eric? <laughs> no, Marina I tried to, to start. Get one out of the way first because <laughs> I have I'm bomb borrowed time here. So the Mandalorian will spoil that Palpatine survived, <gasps> and also how he survived, <gasps> which is <laughs> thank you, Eric. I think that's you. <laughs> I cannot turn my head. Uh, but you, you can make your own gasping sounds. I heard you doing it when you put that on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Palpatine uh, has uh, projected himself. He got poofed in the air shaft or whatever that thing is called, right? He fell down and he vaporized. And when he vaporized, he projected his essence or his like mind or whatever you want to call it into the wreckage of the Death Star. And he's hiding there. And then in the beginning of The Mandalorian... They're gonna be in the wreckage of the Death Star, and then like a, a, a what are they called? The bounty hunter is gonna be in there, and then it's gonna be like you know in two thousand one Space Odyssey when he's like, "Hello, Dave." Yeah. I'm sorry, Dave. I can't do that. It's gonna be Palpatine's voice, and then they're just gonna drop that he's there. But can then, we hear your Palpatine voice? 
hello, Dave. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> very sexy. Uh, sexy. Yeah. Palpatine. Yeah, you remember that Dave Solo yeah. guy? Yeah, yeah. Palpatine really liked him. Yeah. I'm clearly a voice actress. Uh, <laughs> and power. so that's so they reveal that he survived, <laughs> and also how he survived. So he's just chilling on the wreckage of the Death Star. What do you mean wreckage? Like he's just in the walls, like well, in, uh, in Amityville the Horror. Computer yeah. system. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, he's in the computer. <laughs> he's in the computer, <laughs> which is how he can talk. That's why he's the Hello Dave guy. Yeah, exactly. Nola. Yeah, Arnim Zola. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so uh, he's in there and he's chilling. And then also in the new trailer for uh, uh, Star Wars, they show the wreckage of something. And I think that wreckage is how they're gonna. He's gonna get back into a body of some kind. Gotcha. So for anyone that couldn't understand, I'm not sure if, if the microphone was able to pick any of that up. Your idea is that sexy Palpatine has been sexually hiding uh, in uh, embodying body, body yeah, yeah. some sort of yeah phallic leftovers of oh, the Death Star. My. Yeah. Uh, and he is kind of like waiting to either move his essence elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is an old Sith tactic that, that yes. uh, or well, not, not many, but we do have, it's has been, been established. established yeah. yeah. I do like it's an old Sith trick. Like, never trust a yeah. Sith. He's always you trying to kill him, but then he's something. in the lamp. Yeah. <laughs> always, always check the lamp. Always got to destroy every object around a yeah. Sith corpse. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And so we're going to hear a voice, and that's going to be the yes, big spoiler the voice, moment. Yeah. And it's going to be sexy Palpatine. But then, based on your theory, will then Palpatine, are they just going to find him like, oh, that was a weird spooky voice we heard, or and then they're done for the whole season, or does Palpatine's voice stay? I think or they're like, the- that's Ian McDermott. <laughs> <laughs> they say the actor's name. Yeah. Uh, no, they discover it like a weird creepy voice but of course the audience knows oh the audience oh, so knows. they don't know we just know that They're his like, essence oh, is around that haunted wreckage yes yes it's, it's also not of their concern like they're on a different storyline but that's how they spoil it for the rest of it's the it's kind of like in Shattered Empire I think Shattered Empire where Leia is uh, visiting is it Naboo uh, that she's visiting and she sees in the palace um, just like a force projection kind of vision of Darth uh, Maul, yes. and she doesn't know who Darth Maul That's the, is. Yeah, it's not the comic actually, series, right? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, exactly. It's funny that you mentioned that. That's a little foreshadowing of what? My theory. Will we're, we're, no, we're gonna skip yours. <laughs> we gotta give Marina a rogie. Oh, uh, and then I mean that ninety percent of that rogie is for respect for, of keeping that thing on your head. Yeah, I can. I'm see mostly breathing it. carbon dioxide. Yeah. Uh, I can see it leaving. Because you're a flower and flowers breathe carbon dioxide. Yeah, yeah. Ah, you're turning it back into jokes. oxygen for us. Yeah, Photosynthesis. Yeah. Thank uh, you. Okay, put it back on though. Oh, uh, no. Okay. <laughs> me. Uh, all right, Joven, what did we foreshadow? So, what is your rogue theory? In the four-issue uh, comic miniseries, The Road to Force Unleashed, as you, you said it was the uh, Shattered Empire, takes place uh, just about immediately after the fall of the Empire in episode six. And we know that Mandalorian takes place five years after the fall of the Empire. So there was a little cliffhanger at the end of issue four where you find out that the two main characters that have kind of been with the heroes of the uh, of the Rebellion uh, are actually Poe Dameron's parents. Uh-huh. And the yeah. end of the fourth issue... On um, Endor. Uh, what's that? And they're on Endor. And they're on Endor. Right. Uh, Luke actually goes with the mom to save these last two force trees. And for some reason, Luke Skywalker decides to give her one. And he's going to mm-hmm. take the other to his little new Jedi temple. So she plants, uh, she says that they're about to have a baby. And he's like, all right, plant this tree outside of your house. And then you find out her last name is Dameron. And then you're like, oh, that's Poe's mom and papa. And so what they're essentially telling us is that they're going to plant a forest tree outside of their house where Poe's 
going to be raised. And then going into episode seven, we're like, oh, Poe is force sensitive. And then they never touch it at yeah, all. Yeah, they don't ever. And then in episode eight, they never touch it at all. Mm-hmm. So it's just this, this it is canon that uh, Poe is force sensitive, but we haven't seen that at all. So what and I'm thinking. Although I'll, I'll throw out there real quick, he's the best pilot by far, and people constantly reference like, how could he have those skills? And, and, and I guess like yeah. same thing with Anakin. I guess that kind and of Luke, goes back yeah. to yeah, they were great pilots. Um, but there has at least with Anakin and Luke, there was like a three part story arc with them and their force powers. Uh, I think though that in the Mandalorian, since it takes place five years after those incidents. Um, I think the main mission that the bounty hunter will have is actually having to escort this force-sensitive child from danger from point A to point B. Uh, and then we find out mm-hmm. that that son, or that, that boy, is actually a young Poe Dameron. Oh. Whoa, okay, that part I like. I like that. Time-wise, That's cool. it actually works. Sliding a rogue up. towards you. Uh, <laughs> I get one, too. Yeah, Sweet. but you also get another half one because you uh, made a connect to the comics, which I'm a fan of. Yay. Yeah, uh, those are great. Yeah, uh, the I recent ones. I think the Star Wars yeah. comic this year, or, or I said Kamek, because uh, East Coast. Uh, no, this, nowhere says that. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, the Star Wars comic is actually coming to an end soon, so I'm a little sad for that one, but I'm excited to see what they do next one. Yeah, but they have yeah. all kinds. Uh, oh, Chuck Wendig stuff is really great. For mm-hmm. the, yeah. yeah, I also like how Marina, dressed as a monster tree, laughed a lot when you kept saying force tree. Like, they're like <laughs> is that what Marina is? I Are think you she's a force tree? She's a Sith tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Yeah. Oh man! Yeah. <laughs> oh, so you got to stick your fingers in your mouth holes. To, is that part of it? Gross. It's part of it. I have two options to breathe, and I'm using both of them. So. <laughs> All right, Jevin, I'm really down with that. Uh, Eric told me that he can beat it, though. Okay. I, I did. Ooh. Yes, I did. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You want to take this one? Cabinet. Link's gonna roll up his sleeves. Here. Hold on. This little guy's gonna take you on. Uh, <laughs> no, he didn't. He can't talk. He has the mask on the whole time. You have to do the voice the whole time. <laughs> oh God! But it doesn't have to be that voice no, one wants yeah, that. Uh, no that's his voice so I'm not going to take that from him okay so here's my theory cut in right here here's my theory <laughs> for uh, what I think the Mandalorian's going to reveal in episode one just things that we thought were true at the end of Return of the Jedi uh, are not actually true so what are some things that they could change that people would actually be excited about well like Patton Oswalt's uh, famous rant in Parks and Rec mm-hmm. said like we pushed it on the Sarlacc pit the Mandalorian <laughs> glove of Boba Fett across uh, Crawls its way out. He survived. That's Matt and Oswald's theory. I think if you look at this Mandalorian trailer that just came out, they have like some hints like there's a Rodian. Uh, Greedo famously was a Rodian bounty hunter who worked for who? Jabba the Hutt. You see some uh, a Quarren figure. Quarren. There was also some Quarren bounty hunters of Jabba the Hutt. Mm-hmm. What if Jabba the Hutt survived that explosion on his like pleasure yacht, mm-hmm. and that there are some pleasure yacht, pleasure, <laughs> pleasure Palpatine is that too? <laughs> uh, oh, that little salacious crumb. Pleasure Palpatine. What Marina? Pleasure Hold Palpatine. on, everyone. Everyone, stop. Marina has something the important to say. The tree has something. The tree must talk. What is it, Marina? <laughs> I said pleasure Palpatine signs in with mine. <laughs> My theory is that after uh, Han and Luke and their team destroyed uh, Jabba the Hutt's yacht at, in the beginning of uh, Return of the Jedi, uh, there was like all the bounty hunters and scavengers on Tatooine went in and took all of his valuables, anything they could find, including any other frozen and carbonite bodies that he might have had. Uh, but Jabba's 
crime syndicate survived. There are other huts. Mm-hmm. I think Jabba might have survived, and now he's trying to track down all the stuff that was taken from him. Yeah, I, I believe the uh, the uh, so we talked about comics, and in the Bounty Hunter series, which isn't canon unfortunately anymore, but his dad Zorba the Hut mm-hmm. actually went out for revenge. So it would be neat to see that all play in and have Jabba's dad show up. Or yeah. I'll I'll one up Jobin and I'll say, please copy exactly the events of Ocean's Twelve, where Terry Benedict <laughs> says, "I want my money back." with with interest, uh-huh. but so Andy Garcia as Jabba, I'm of super course. into. Yeah. Casting. Uh, well, have you seen him? Yeah, lately. Oh. <laughs> no, no. Uh, he actually <laughs> looks great, honestly. Uh, but so, so it is just like the maybe even the story of the first season is appeasing Jabba. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I like Ocean's Twelve, the best of the Oceans trilogy. <laughs> yeah, or now quadrilogy, right? The yeah. one where uh, Julie Roberts plays Tess playing Julie, Julie Roberts. Roberts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a pretty good movie, actually. <laughs> You're making fun of it, but I love it. Uh, but yeah, Andy Garcia as Jabba the Hutt. He's back. Yeah, I, I think Jabba the Hutt's one of these fan favorite characters that like everyone who loves Star Wars isn't going to mind if you reveal that Jabba the Hutt's still alive. I don't think that you think would be he's too still alive all the way. That explosion was. As equal as the explosion that killed Palpatine, yet okay. he's still alive. Or, or, or much crazier. Yeah. Also, have you? Oh, you so oh God, you stabbed <laughs> Link. Jeez. The flower was really upset <laughs> with that. Yeah. Uh, also, though, have you seen Jabba? Like, I mean, that's a lot of you know armor. Yeah. yeah. So that's got to like be. Worms reproduce, they split in half or something. Ooh, right. gross. Maybe like just the tip of him got a, a like yeah. slithered away. And then, but it has his whole brain in yeah. him. He's and all his eyes. <laughs> uh, gross. So two rogies or three rogies? That's the question. <laughs> Two rogues. Oh, no, it, uh, it worked. Start. Uh, uh, it's a perfect negotiation tactic. There. Yeah. It's an old Sith trick. Yeah, I've seen you inhabit an object before. It's yeah. gross though. No, two rogues because you say inhabit an object like me having sex with an object. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly that what I meant. Yeah, you and then your, pies, your, your right? little tip of a job. We need to rewatch every episode of Rogue Theory. <laughs> Philip has like snuck in all these disgusting mm-hmm. little jokes throughout. I'm that. <laughs> you, you, you like it, you son of a oh, bitch. That's why I'm here. His ears I'm are fully erect. Now. Yeah, I just like for podcast listeners, they don't realize how stereotypically nerd Joven looks. Oh. <laughs> this he shows got, like, up in a I Link costume. Spock ears and you have your Spock ears, your Link costume. We did not tell Joven that this is a hell. Episode. <laughs> it's not a Halloween episode. We taped this glasses. September 28th. Referencing yeah. the non-canon Star Wars <laughs> items <laughs> that really they're missing now. Glasses though. three times yeah. this episode. Uh, guys, uh, let's hear let's hear them again uh, in a tweet. Um, starting with Marina. Palpatine, uh, sexy Palpatine, <laughs> lives on in the Death Star. Hashtag. Uh, Flower Barry monster. White. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hashtag Barry White. I'm done with that too. He's like he can like he basically is in control of the 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 tunes on the ship, so he can like of course. Make so the mood. Nice. Palpatine is the apprentice to Barry White. We're saying I get it. Uh, uh, I'm Se- Sexy Palpatine's back, uh, yeah. and he's on the ship. Uh, Mandalorian has uh, young Dameron, who's force sensitive. That we find out actually is attuned to the force, and it's uh, hashtag not another escort mission. Ooh. Ooh, weird and hashtag like yeah got sexy also uh not that does, kind of escort yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> sick tree uh and specifically poe dameron right not like phineas dameron or some loser no this is definitely poe dameron <laughs> we're gonna have poe dameron for sensitive five-year-old uh poe dameron and move things with his mind being babysat by a uh, an assassin yes <laughs> Great. Yeah. How do you think he learned how to fly? Yeah, it's like kindergarten cop. He, he learned <laughs> yeah. from the, uh, the Mandalorian. Uh, Eric, in tweet. Um, 
Jabba the Hutt lives, wants revenge. Hashtag Pedro Pascal dressed as Slave Leia. Mm. <laughs> These have all been so sexy. Uh, guys, uh, tell us in the comments who you think is actually even the closest. I have a feeling none. What? <laughs> but we'll see. Mine is canonically connected to the comic books. No. <laughs> uh, uh, but thanks really quick to our sponsors. Hey everyone, Eric here, and with Rick and Morty coming back soon, we can announce a new series called Rick Explained. It will be our official Rick and Morty after show with special guests from the Rick and Morty staff. You can access it by subscribing to our Rick Explained podcast feed. Now we're calling it Rick Explained because if it's one thing Rick and Morty fans love, it's explaining to their friends what each episode's really about. If you've ever wondered if Mr. Meeseeks is a metaphor for slavery, or if Pickle Rick is an analogy for painkiller addictions, no, you are not overthinking it. You're just broken the way I am because each episode I'm going to dive deep into the black hole of an episode of Rick and Morty, the new season four episodes, and leading up to that, standout episodes from seasons one, two, and three to decode how each is a secret cry for help. And each episode, yeah, I'm going to be sitting down with special guests from the show, writers, voice actors, animators, so that they can confirm whether or not my explanation is legit and give us some secrets behind these episodes that we otherwise would never know. So subscribe to Rick Explained wherever you get your podcasts. So of all the Rick and Morty fans you know, you can be the Rickest Rick. Speaking of things that are getting scary, uh, guys, Marvel, oh, the scary. MCU. Uh, Eric, are you okay? Yeah, well, Marvel's terrified. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, they do control a lot of our destiny. Phase four of the MCU is going to expand what Marvel movies can be, breaking out of the superhero genre. We've said that this is our pitch all the time. They're going to go to different directors. They're going to expand into new kinds of films. We're getting a spy movie in Black Widow, right? Ooh. We're getting a martial arts movie in Shang-Chi. Yeah, we are. And we're getting what they've described as a horror movie. Come on, yes. Philip, you got to separate those syllables. A horror movie <laughs> uh, in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Ooh. So, assuming that they still want to do more horror even beyond that movie, because it's one of the primary genres, it's one of the biggest money-making genres yes. in film, period. How can Marvel make movies that are good horror films but still feel like a Marvel movie. Still got the Feige touch. So pitch me what your Marvel movie that's a Marvel movie and simultaneously a horror movie is gonna be. Um, okay, so I think Spider-Man Far From Home gave us like a great Eric, template for what this could be. time over here, okay? No, no, no you're gonna, <laughs> quiet tree. <laughs> the, okay, take a uh, nap. <laughs> I think if you, we've shown that if you can play with people's perception of reality, like that's a real great way to like terrify someone. Like the way Mysterio trapped Peter in that illusion what battle. What a great scene. Such a great, great sequence. And like that just shows us the untapped potential of things like the reality stone and just swapping around through like the uh, realities that Doctor Strange does hopefully Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which I have said sounds like a Rob Zombie lyric, will explore because like Scott Derrickson is the director that he loves these kind of also, movies. Horror film director, yeah, Rob he's Zombie. got his yeah, yeah. start in, in horror films, as did James Gunn with like Slither, Slither. Yeah, you know. So like they they have all these guys who love making horror films. Uh, so I would love to see like a movie that beyond Multiverse of Madness just like shows a character trapped in like a reality swap uh, situation, like. 
Scarlet Witch, Wanda Maximoff, um, and hopefully WandaVision will explore some of this, showing her like swapping around through reality. She doesn't know what's real and what isn't, and it terrifies her. It's like a psychological thriller kind of scary. Yeah, Yeah. I was actually uh, thinking of Get Out when you were saying that, where it's like like being in an environment that's like on its surface, very like because specifically the WandaVision idea of if it is going to be that '50s, you know, uh, uh, Norman Rockwellian kind of Uh life. That's kind of what Get Out is depicting, right? Everyone's like. so yeah. cheery and happy that's off-putting Stepford Wives. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, what I hope WandaVision is, is it starts that way. It starts the like the Vision comic book where it's like showing his uh, mm-hmm. uh, atomic family. Um, but it descends into something closer to The Shining where like it's oh. it's a character who's like trapped in their maze. That too. Yeah. Yeah. Visually, I, I want to see this so bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I hope that's what it, I don't know if that's the direction they're going, but I, I think in order to set up Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, it needs to collapse that sitcom, that classic sitcom formula that they seem to be tapping into into something that's really messed up so that Doctor Strange can fix it in his film. So this is Wanda's film? Yeah, it is. uh, WandaVision is her story as reality collapses around her in the way that like she looks around and there's like blood pouring out of the bathroom door. There's like a a guy in a bear costume doing something horrible. Like like, obviously standing like out of the norm for that area. Yeah, That's good. yeah and she doesn't know what real is anymore, just like the Avengers Disassembled left WandaVision in the comics, so we needed to have the House of X, gotcha. or House of M, sorry, okay. uh, storyline where they tried to fix it into something new and permanent. Uh, yeah, so rather than uh, the next horror film being like a movie beyond Multiverse of Madness, I, I'm suggesting that WandaVision will be a weekly horror series. Cool. I would love that. That's so cool. That's cool. Should, like, just evolving over time. That's also a really cool video game that's like that, that starts like, where you're like taking care of kids or something and it's very sweet but then like oh there's little things like like you can't we happy few uh, i don't know it's the one where you can't help but like grab a knife you like it's like the only <laughs> character uh the thing oh, actually no, has is like yeah. now it has to hold a knife and then it, the, once it holds a knife and it can never put it down and it, the only other action it has is to stab now sounds <laughs> like parenting oh, yeah all right Jovan. what's uh where's marvel going with this with the horror film in the mcu and how do they pull it off how is it feige and marvel uh i think marvel or and horror so uh, i think marvel's done a really great job of taking obscure characters some newer some older and giving them these these movies that just become amazing parts of our history. Uh, I think they're going to do it again after Doctor Strange. I think we are going to see some of the scarier characters. Um, and there was a character created in 2001 that I'm surprised uh, we, aren't, we haven't seen more of yet. Uh, maybe you guys might know the name Elsa, you know? Frozen? That's it. No. Oh. <laughs> Elsa Bloodstone, actually. Um, okay. A monster hunter, kind of a la Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but more guns and ass kickery. Uh, I think it's something that we want to see in cinema more, is more women being badasses that can take their own movies yeah. and their own franchises and go in that direction. The, you this, got the tree support. <laughs> I, this is also a, a character that has crossed over at, with um, Ghost Rider, who did have, uh, for a brief moment, his own Hulu series that was supposed to happen, got canceled, so yeah. I think that we'll see a Ghost Rider movie or at least spinoff with Elsa Bloodstone. Which would mean, by the way, that they're saying that you're thinking of a newly cast Ghost Rider. They, uh, they get rid of uh, the the ABC version? I think... Well, it's also a different character. It, it, there's two different characters. I would love to see the ABC character kind of come over because I want to see more cross between TV and, uh, and the MCU-verse. But in this Bloodstone you can, uh, movie, you can also go into monsters. You can get scary with it. And I think the most important part of it, though, is it doesn't have to be rated R. People think that if you're going to have a good scary movie, it has to be rated R. That is not at all true. Some of my favorite horror movies ever uh, have not been rated R. Um, Sixth Sense. 
uh, the Insidious movies, oh. uh, Dead Silence was Lego uh, movie. PG thirteen. Which one? Lego. Lego movie. Scary. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also, uh, I kept with my hot take. I don't think. Marvel has to go rated R with her like like a Deadpool. I don't think it has to be rated R. There's a way yeah. to do great action and still pull it off in a PG-13 way. So yes. I think the same thing could be done with action and horror at the same time. You can have a strong PG-13 movie, but also Marvel does like to break records. And right mm -hmm. now we have a new R-rated movie with a giant box office hit yeah. with uh, with Joker and just Marvel's over there like we can beat that. <laughs> So they might want to do an R-rated movie yeah. just to like beat another record. What uh, what does your movie feel like? Um, I think it uh, it should be very slow and creepy. Have that James Wan style where you can't really see what's around the corner, even though the person can have that claustrophobic, uh, claustrophobic feel of monsters being around you while you're trying to hunt them at the same time. So it's like these demons that are always present over your shoulder, but you can't always see them. Cool. Mm. And I, I think that's a way to get into a viewer's head where there's something there and you know it like you've turned the lights off in your house and you're going to bed and you know there's something behind you but you can't see it and that is one of the scariest feelings that we as human beings could know and i think to play on that with actual monsters uh is a very fun direction that can get scary and just messed up on multiple levels yeah maybe that's where it meets marvel for you is that it has the that terrifying uh lights out kind of Thing going on the short film lights out if you remember oh, yeah. that yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. it has yeah. that going on but then it actually has like named characters who have their own backstories and like fleshed out monsters I, yeah because like there are so many great monsters that uh, have made their appearances in the um, in the Marvel comics like Dracula is an actual Marvel character like I'm not yeah. saying that he would be in this particular movie but there's lots of demons and monsters that you can touch on from history and lore that show up in Marvel comics that uh, Elsa could be fighting alongside these no. Uh, you know, yeah. yeah, the one no. that can actually go outside and touch things and Olaf. Uh, yeah. So that's that monster Olaf. I, I think it's a great way. Yeah. Uh, and then you can also tie in like the the, the horror characters into like your MCU uh, major movies, like uh, the Avengers movies that happen later on, where it's it would be just nice to see them, especially in a darker sense, than interact with characters in maybe a more lighter sense. You get to see that juxtaposition of their characters, which would be great to see on camera. I want to ask you another follow-up question because I noticed that Marina started sweating <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and her teeth and are her falling out. slowly <laughs> tilting to other sides. Yeah. Uh, uh, but her teeth are falling out, so yeah, we don't, we don't, have, we don't have a lot of time. Uh, Marina, what's your uh, Excuse me, sir. Marvel you Meets go. Horror pitch? Blade! Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Marina. Mm -hmm. uh, that's Marina's <laughs> yeah. uh, pitch. That's her time today. Uh, guys, so recap these for me. Your horror film or TV series, I guess, in, in uh, the MCU, how it's Marvel and it's horror. Give it to me in a tweet. Uh, WandaVision collapses into The Shining as reality becomes distorted. <laughs> Cut, pause. <laughs> uh, Cut. Pause. <laughs> Just pause. Uh, yeah, I'm into All it. Right. A rogie. Elsa Bloodstone, the female that you didn't know is kicking so much ass, is now fighting the monsters you didn't know were standing right behind you. Ooh. Hashtag Buffy who? Ooh. Oh snap, Joven! You just Buffy, you who? just you just got lost a rogue. What? No, 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 no! I was look. It's in my hand, and I was because I, I was like, you know what? Your idea is okay, but you referenced Buffy in a you nice way, and I was gonna slide it over, and I was gonna be so happy. And instead, you get a little half one because uh, Buffy Summers is who. Uh, there's the one and it's only. It's a cardinal sin to diss Buffy when Phillips here. You, you, can't. you know, since I'm, already, I'm now holding, you can't take it away from me. Uh, the Buffy TV show. 
overrated and does not stand uh, the test of time. You fool! Do you want to uh, lose another? Uh, well, well, and and the thing is, Jovan you. hasn't been here before. He doesn't know I can take these away. <laughs> sacred. Oh my god! Uh, That's right. Jovan That's is down right. to half a rookie. Uh, and uh, Marina, give it to us in the tweet really quick. Uh, yeah, Marvel uh, goes horror with b Blade. Hashtag some are always trying to ice skate uphill. Uh, I love that line, first of all. Uh, I think it's in reference to Jovan just now. <laughs> I can take all of her rogies and she can't see out of her preferred yeah. That is actually she, true. Plants can't move. Uh, you can, uh, uh, here, I'll give you uh, an Yay. extra one. Uh, and since Jovan stole one of yours, I'll oh, give you another one and I'll give Eric another one. Yeah. That's what's out of and uh, but uh, Jovi, Jovan, don't don't worry, uh, because you still have a chance to win this thing. Okay, that's it's good. Very I hard. I just have to keep Buffy out of my conversation. Yes. <laughs> or just the, say nice things. The new comic is great. Yeah, that's the worst part of it. God, Jovan, <laughs> compared to the TV show, right, you hate the TV show. <laughs> that's fun? worse, guys. Uh, all right, so rogue questions here. Uh, questions that I haven't seen, you guys haven't seen. You ready? Yes. Right. Yeah. All right, Netflix. <laughs> Wait, are you ready, Marina? Uh, go. I'm ready. <laughs> quick, 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 quick. Go. Uh, Netflix is testing out a new feature that lets you change playback speed. Did you guys see this? Huh. Uh, what Netflix content should be watched in double speed? Double speed? Faster? Yeah. Um, House of Cards, so you don't have time to think about how horrible of a person <laughs> yeah. its lead is. Oh, God. Sure. You don't like Robin Wright. Robin Wright, not <laughs> yeah. a fan. Uh, the uh, Great British Bake Off is on Netflix, right? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I want to watch that in half speed because yeah. obvious reasons. Yes. Yeah. Not the format Bird. of the question, Jovan, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, well, all the nature shows, so you like life and planet Earth and all that. So you just get to the part to the at the end where they're like humans are ruining the planet, and then you're like, oh, now I know what I have to do with the rest of my you life. You want to get to that part faster where they <laughs> yeah. shame you? Yeah. The cute animals off screen you as fast as point. possible. Get to the real message. Uh, I'm only gonna give Joven a rogi for that one because Woo! he broke the rules, what? and uh, I want to keep him nice and confused. Oh, nice. All right, guys. Uh, next real question: What MCU character would make the best vampire that's not Blade? Can I say Blade? <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. Um, Keanu Reeves and whatever play character he <laughs> plays because he never ages. Oh yeah, solid. Nice. Oh okay, uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Peggy Hill because she obviously was sucking the life force out of Captain America because he was only gone for like another seventy years and <laughs> he went Peggy from... Carter or yeah. Peggy Hill from King of the Hill. Oh no, 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 Peggy <laughs> Carter, Peggy Carter, oh, my Peggy God. Hill from King of the Hill. <laughs> 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 Hank, I'm gonna suck your blood. <laughs> Peggy Carter, Carter, uh, because he got <laughs> way too old in, in how yeah. Captain America should be aging with the serum. He went from like <laughs> zero to like Crypt Keeper. <laughs> I like that. Time, like, I like that. This very true. The yeah. sweet moment where she hooks uh, Cap up on a on a meat hook every week, <laughs> like, drains his blood serum. just a little bit each week. All right, I'm into it. Uh, and Marina, my idea who should be a vampire is Coulson because he keeps coming back and now he can just live forever. Agent Phil Coulson. Okay. It was not Kree technology. He's just a vampire. Yeah. Just a vampire. Uh, cool. You know what? It's it's surprising. Jovan's going to be the only rogue of the round oh. again. Whoa. Uh, He's calling a comeback. Wow. Is, is it because you feel bad? No. I found out um, I can steal them so now I have to be careful. Yeah. And then finally, uh, this is the last rogue question. Okay. Um, whoever comes out on top of this, reminder, I, you guys filled out your wish request earlier. Yes. We'll make one of your wishes come true. The rest of you will never have a wish come true again. <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, guys, what is the worst Halloween candy? Go. Circus peanuts. Sir, I was gonna f say 
Can't answer. repeat answers. Too slow, plant. God damn it. <laughs> can't repeat answers. Go. Peeps. Peeps. The worst Halloween candy. Yeah, they are from Easter. Uh, <laughs> I'm going with the Whoppers. Like, you bite into those, and it just, like, sends shivers down. And they're always in, like, those big bags of candy where it has, like, a, a bunch of other good candy. So you just wind up with Whoppers at the end. It's like, I don't That, that is fair. It is, like a, it is a dice roll every time. It could be a stale Whopper. Yeah. And you just bite into it, and just, like, I'm getting goosebumps now. It's like, mine's better because you're like, how the f did this Easter candy get in my Halloween candy? <laughs> Next year, I'm buying peeps in bulk yeah. around Easter and giving them out for Halloween candy. You're, you're right. I, I, an Easter candy would be a really bad one. Rainy gets one rogie, and then so does Joven because oh. I'm pretty uh, against hurting my teeth when I'm trying to have fun. Yeah. Uh, wow. Guys, all right, let's do a quick rogie total uh, update. What do we got? Um, I have four. Eric has four rogies. Are these quarters or halves? Quarters. Oh, I have a half. I have four and a half. I have three. Three, and that leaves Joven as our winner Yay! in his inaugural episode uh, uh, and his last episode on Rogue Theory. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great time. I'm finally glad to be on camera with Eric. Yeah, this is nice. awesome. Uh, 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 but I counted mine by touch only. Yeah, she, she doesn't <laughs> yeah. know how many there. Eric's wish, not going to happen. Mm. Uh, Marina's wish, oh, nope, never. No. Uh, uh, just can I please take off the mask early? Can we just like, uh, say, like, how many comments do you think we're going to have? Like, how do they not know she's a Demogorgon? What are they <laughs> Oh, it's a demigorgon, and Spock has the weird ears. Oh Got it. I still don't know what that is. Uh, Joshua Ovenshire would like everyone to defend Star Wars Episode Eight as a good Star Wars movie. Oh. And here's what I'll do because we're a little over time. I'll say on our social media platforms, oh. uh, we have to oh, send cool. out a tweet uh, that oh. that defends Star Wars Episode Eight. Uh, go to each of our Twitters. Oh, where can we find you guys? Now. Yeah. Hashtag Rogue Theory. Yeah. 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 Hashtag okay, Rogue I can do that. Okay, right, Eric, uh, where can we find you? Um, you can find me here on New Rockstars on Twitter and Instagram at EA Voss. Coming up on the channel this week, we have so, some cool stuff, a preview of our Shining Breakdown. Cool. We did an epic like rewatch yeah. of it. The full thing is exclusive to patrons, but you're gonna want to see this full day. It's, it's like insane. 35 minutes yeah. long. That's it's great. like my favorite breakdown I've done. This is I've the done. most intense breakdown you've done. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So you'll see like a little taste of it uh, for everyone on the channel, just to give you a sense of what you're gonna want to see. Yeah, and we're not taking it away from you, by the way, if you're not a patron. It's that uh, the patrons specifically paid for this to be Made. And they voted. voted. It's, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm smarter on the internet because of your breakdowns. So hey. Thank you. Hey. Uh, public service here. You can find me at the Jovenshire Twitter and Instagram and YouTube, where I have a bunch of different content there. And I uh, saw the cartoon recently, so that should actually be popping up in the, in wow. the very near future. So watch That's out for great. that. Yeah, awesome. I hope it's the Justins. And Marina, where can we find you? I'm on Twitter. Ro, 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 ro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on Twitter at Marina Mastros and here with Eric sometimes. Great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that sounds like a threat. It actually doesn't want to come back. Uh, <laughs> guys, I'm Philip Molina. Find me on uh, Instagram and Twitter at Philip Molina. Make sure to follow New Rockstars at New Rockstars. Also, make sure to get this podcast feed because it comes out first there, and then you could have heard all this disastrous uh, nonsense uh, before you got to see it. Uh, and then just so that we all, because we're all curious, uh, just, we're going to say goodbye as Marina slowly takes this mask off her head, and I want to see what her skin and face oh looks like. It's going to be so up. It's yeah. actually like Twilight Zone. It's just her face now. Ready? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh God! God. <laughs> oh God! So red! Oh God! This it's indented. Oh, guys, never tell her. Never tell her. Yeah. <laughs> never I tell assume her. I look normal and fine. <laughs> uh, great. And then the editors just have her face blurred the entire time <laughs> with, but Digital with like colors, colors that are changing. Yeah. <laughs>